Welcome to Hometown Highlights, where we sit down with professionals, business owners, and community members. There are so many unique and incredible stories in the individuals and businesses that surround us every day. Here on Hometown Highlights, we bring attention to these stories and bring them to the spotlight. We also want to thank our sponsors at Hitchings Insurance. We appreciate their support in creating this podcast. Now, let's jump into the conversation. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hometown Highlights. Myself, Dom Fry, the insurance guy, with my co-host, Ryan Pessel. Ryan, how's it going today? It's going very well, Dom. Thank you. Good. Uh, Really excited for today's episode. I have a very special guest, a very energetic guest that we have on today. And we're just going to jump right into it. And let's give our guest the proper introduction. He was born and raised in Faustoria, Ohio, and a graduate of St. Wendelin High School. He is married to the beautiful Dr. Katie Frederick, and they have two kids and two pets, one dog and one cat. He's very involved with his church, including the fourth degree Knight of Columbus and the Knight of the Holy Sepulchre. Today, he is the president and principal broker of Flag City Realtors in Finley, Ohio, as well as the president of the Kiwanis Club of Finley. Let's welcome on our guest, Brian Witta. Brian, how's it going today? It's good, gentlemen. How are you? Good, good. Doing really well. Um, I'm excited to have you on. Actually, the first time that I personally met you was actually with the Young Professionals Group uh, here in town. You spent an evening. You know, that was BC. That was before Corona. And, you know, you met us at Logan's downtown um, and just kind of talked about real estate and in the area. And it was cool because then as my wife and I, as we were looking for houses, we constantly referred back to that conversation and said, well, we were looking for houses. Well, well, Brian said, well, remember Brian said, well, Brian said this, Brian said that. So, uh, you know, for the longest time you were kind of in our minds, uh, the realtor of Finley, Ohio. Well, that's good to hear. Appreciate that. And we all long for those before Corona days. Hopefully we'll be back to that again soon. Yeah. Well, pretty shortly here, hopefully. Um, let's jump into it. A couple of uh, questions just to kind of get to know you as an individual. A couple of basic questions. Uh, right off the bat, we're going to go with possibly the most important decision in somebody's life is the phone that they use, the amount of time that we spend on our phones. Are you an Apple or an Android guy? Oh, I'm an Apple guy, 100%, and it doesn't stop at my phone. I probably should have stock in the company for the amount of stuff I have. <laughs> You have the iPads, the Macs, the, the whole shebang, AirPods, Apple Watch, it all? Yeah, I do. I, I'm kind of ashamed to admit I'm a huge fanboy. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I'm the same way. I love Apple, and once you, know, you have Apple, it just makes sense to have everything else aligned. Morning or night person, Brian? Oh, man. You know, the thing with me is it depends on whether I have to get up. If someone tells me I have to get up, then I turn into a night person by default just because I you know, decide to be difficult. Hmm. Um, I, it really depends on what's going on that day. I like the morning. I, I like being able to see the sunrise. I sometimes like to stay up late at night. But the older I get, the more I turn into an inner 90-year-old and I want to go to bed at a reasonable hour. So it really just depends on the day and what I have going on. Fair enough. I'm uh, I'm in my 20s, and I'm probably more of a morning person. You know, I just uh, I feel that same way, Brian. Once it gets like nine o'clock, that's uh, too late for me. Time to call it a night. Streetlights are on, man. It's time to go to bed. 
And what is one thing that most people do not know about you? Oh, geez. Um, I think a lot of people are surprised to know that I do not like cheese. Um, I, I hate cheese, and, and it hates me, and it's a mutual thing. And so my life is a little complicated because my wife's a vegetarian. Um, but we always make it work somehow, but I, I just, I don't do cheese at all. Even cheesecake, I won't eat it. And if you ever saw me in person, you'd be amazed to know that I passed up a dessert, but I, I can't, I just can't do cheese at all. So a lot of people are surprised by that. They ask me, what do you do for pizza? Well, I order it without, I mean, it, you'd be surprised the number of people that do, but that always seems to get people going. And then once they know it about me, they always bring it up. Oh yeah. You don't like cheese. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. You know, there's. <laughs> There's a lot of things that people don't like. Have you always not liked cheese? Like even when you were young or is that something that just over time? Is, as long as I can remember, I have not wow. liked it. I've wanted nothing to do with it. Um, <laughs> it's taste, it's smell, it's texture. It's just everything. It's just a horrible invention. I hate it altogether. <laughs> it does nothing for you, it sounds like. It does nothing for me. Nothing. It does nothing at all. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned you know, my mind went the exact same place. When you said you don't like pizza, my first thought was, well, how does he eat pizza? Well, he's like pizza. So it's funny that that is a common question that you get. Oh, everybody asked me. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, very, Brian, um, obviously, we, we met uh, a long time ago. I can't even specifically tell you how many years ago it's been or, or what event it was, but uh, you've always just been a key face to the real estate market in Finley. Um, how are things going now that you're a broker and a, and a business owner over at Flag City? Well, it's going really well, and I'm really proud to be a business owner here in Finley. It's, you know, it, it all came about in a way I didn't plan, but um, I also am a firm believer that God's plan is way bigger than mine. Sometimes you just go with it and, uh, it, it's been good. You know, the real estate market is healthy. Finley's a great community to own a business in. And I have, I just have no regrets at all. You guys are growing, you're doing well. Uh, it, it's, it's a good time to own a business in, in, uh, in Finley. Right. What, what is the biggest challenge you had in, in going out on your own? Is there one thing that sticks out to you? I think real estate is a really heavily regulated industry. And when you're trying to plan starting up a company, um, and unfortunately I didn't have a whole lot of time to plan, but when, when you're trying to, to make all of those pieces fit together and to not overlook anything, I think that was the biggest challenge to make sure that in everything I do, that I'm compliant with what, the Department of Commerce requires with what the state of Ohio Secretary of State requires, all the different pieces, making sure that you're running a company the way the government is okay with you running it as, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's There's just lots of hurdles. And then once you've got those in the clear, um, you know, now obviously we're kind of in the next phase of business where we're positioning ourselves for growth and getting our facility the way we want it. Yeah, you, you brought up a good something I wanted to talk about. So you bought a building and you basically went in and you completely gutted the building. Is that, is that the case where you're at? Yeah, it's uh, go big or go home, I guess. Um, <laughs> we, um, my wife and I were in the process of buying 
uh, Lori Powell's uh, former building on Foster Avenue um, as an investment. And then um, it, it became more than an investment when I realized that the, the brokerage I was working with was in the process of closing and we started up. So um, we really cosmetically did what we needed to do to get in there. Um, but now we have literally gutted it. The building's basically been rewired um, new ceilings, gone all LED lights, changed the mechanicals, uh, done the dance with permitting in Wood County and all that stuff. And, you know, when we're done, we'll have an investment that not only I feel like improves the the, uh, the area, but it has been a good investment for us because it's always safe to invest in real estate. And as a broker, I think I have to, I have to walk the walk and talk the talk. And so that's what I'm doing. It's awesome. Yeah, that that that's great to hear. When when the uh, when is the anticipated completion date? Well, I don't exactly have a date uh, that's firm, but with where we are today, I'm guessing just a couple more weeks. Um, we we have to get the uh, drywall hung in the offices, finish that, a little bit of painting, get the floor in the offices done, and then we can kind of get back to normal and that's really what we're all looking for these days for many reasons we like normal what is normal these days that's the real question <laughs> don't know that it exists anymore oh my gosh right yeah pre-covid that that's a uh, bc is that what you called it now yeah bc before covid yeah that that's the truth so you might you might need to apply for a trademark on that because i have a feeling that that's going to catch on bc we're going to start using that <laughs> yeah, I think that'll come up in, in regular conversation by the sounds of it. So, okay, so we've got new we've got a new building, and now we need to fill it with people. Is that is that the next step? You're, you're looking to hire, from what I'm gathering. Yeah, we are. We're we're looking for uh, adding a few more people in. I'm I'm one of those brokers who's kind of an anomaly. You know, a lot of brokers say, "I want people. I want to fill the space." I'm looking for more qua- uh, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really am looking for, um, the right fit. And, and so we, we have room to do that. Um, I don't ever have any intentions of being one of those giant mega brokerages. If, if it's God's plan, great, but it isn't mine. And, uh, I want to be able to know my people and to help them and, uh, help their business grow. Yeah. I mean, there, there's more than one way to, to do things, um, in, in every business. So really I like that God's plan is great. Um, in, in finding the right people. So are you looking for sales agents? Are you looking for processors? What what exactly do you, does your business need at this point? Well, what we're looking for right now are people that, that have good a good ethical base to the way they process, who can be focused on what is right for the consumer instead of what's right for their wallet. There's just no other way to say that. Yep. Um, you know, we all know somebody in every industry who's chasing a check and we've all heard the people who coach in an industry telling you how you can 10 X your business and you know, all those buzzwords. Um, but really real estate, as much as many other industries, real estate is a relationship business. And if you are able to show consumers how you are a resource, then you're doing the right thing for people. And so we really want people that are, that are wired that way, that are focused on serving as a resource, investing in themselves, and in turn, investing in the consumer. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, there's no better place to do what you're doing than Finley, Ohio. We have such a great, solid community and foundation of people. Um, I just love to hear your successes here. Let's talk about something else that you, that's near and dear to your heart, the Kiwanis Club of Finley. Sure. sure. So you're, you're currently the president. 
what a year to, to be a president of, of a, you know, an organization um, such as the Kiwanis. What ch- I, we've, we've had serious challenges at the Kiwanis Club just because of you, you can't meet, you can't get together. So what have you done or what are you really proud of um, from, your, from your last year in charge? Well, I think the, the biggest hurdle is trying to keep a club engaged when you're doing it on Zoom. Um, I have invested my own money and technology just to make sure that Zoom is effective um, so that the club can stay strong. We're celebrating our 101st year of service in the community, which is a huge milestone. And for any service organization to be around for a decade, 25 years, that's a big deal. But once you hit that century mark, that just speaks volumes to the mindset of the folks that are in the club. So, you know, I'm really proud that we are still engaging. You know, we're not getting everyone. Um, not everyone's comfortable getting on Zoom. It doesn't feel the same. Um, but as we start to come out of this COVID situation, and let's look forward to what we call PC, post-COVID. And um, <laughs> may, maybe we can uh, see that light at the end of the tunnel where we're back to in-person meetings Um I think that's going to happen soon, and then we can start to get back into what feels normal. We're going to do Pancake Day this year. Um, I had the distinct dishonor, honor, call it whatever you like, of being the first person to have to cancel Pancake Day in 62 years. Um, You're the guy, huh? Unfortunately. (laughs) we, We would have been the first big event that happened after uh, the shutdown. Um, What we know now is we probably made the right call because there were other events that were identified as being pretty significant in spreading um, coronavirus. And so we're glad that we did that. We have a lot of folks who come that are older. Um, It's a great community event. I don't want to be responsible for something like that. So this year we're going to a drive-through event and it will be at Finley high school on uh, June 5th. So little different, but it's a good compromise, too, because that's a huge fundraiser for the club. We really rely on the income from that, and, and we, we need it. All that money goes back to helping youth in the community. Yeah, actually, there was something in the paper today. I think, what, $12,000 in scholarships will be awarded? That, that was just released today, right? Right. Yeah, we're doing 12000 this year, and, and that's for students that are pursuing a trade school, a two-year degree, or a four-year degree. So we we opened that up a few years ago because we know that the only path or sorry, the, the only path to adulthood is not necessarily through a four-year degree. And so we want to be mindful of that and support the students who, who seek the other paths. We, God knows we need people to work with their hands. There's, there's not enough uh, skilled trade folks out there. Yeah. That, that, that was definitely a great move on your guys' behalf. And uh, I think the right, you know, the right way to go because there are just, there's so much good talent, um, you know, obtaining those two-year degrees. So that that's job well done there. So let's talk. I know you're, you're heavily involved with, with St. Michael's and the church. Um, what are some other things? There's some musical things you do as well. Can you, can you t- kind of touch base on that? Sure. Sure. Um, I am, I play bass trombone uh, with the uh, university of Finley symphonic band and with the Finley Civic Concert Band, um, my wife plays French horn, so we um, 
we're both big band geeks and proud of it. We we really like being in those groups in the community. Um, We are, uh, we're playing concerts now on zoom, which also, man, it is so weird, but to know the audience is watching you on the other side of a screen, but you can't actually see their reaction to things that are happening during the performance. It's strange, but um, I've been playing since 1989 and um, it's fun. It's, it's, they're great groups to be involved in. Wow. It, now, is that how you and your wife had met? We we did meet at St. Wendelin uh, High School. Uh, Katie went to St. Mike's here in Finley and then came over to uh, Fostoria to high school. So we did meet in high school. Uh, I don't know if it was specifically in, in band, but we certainly were in all the bands together. Awesome. Such a cool story. Such a cool story. All right. So St. Wendelin, uh, which is now actually closed, correct? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, and they kind of had to split up districts and so forth. That that was tough to see in my hometown as well. So anybody that doesn't know, I graduated from Faustoria Senior, um, which is just down the road from St. Wendelin High School over in Faustoria. So both schools near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, very, very solid uh, community-based people and 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 there's there's a lot of good going on over there so this has all been great stuff brian uh you know you're talking about you know as the principal and uh principal broker at flag city i guess i have a question going back to that aspect you mentioned very briefly about how you know you and your wife were originally going to purchase your building as an investment and then it quickly became you know the office um you know for your brokerage can you kind of briefly go through what that transition was like and was that you know obviously it seemed like it was a very rapid transition and what did that look like during that time period for you and Katie well I'm always the I'm always of the mindset that you should have some sort of a plan b and no matter what aspect of your life you're referring to um, you know you're driving a car down the road you leave yourself an out right you don't you don't get so close to the car in front of you that you don't have an escape path. And, and even in business, I think it's important to have an out. That might be the right word, but that's essentially what I'm going for. So um, I had chosen to pursue my broker's license just as a backup. Um, the company that I was working with, a lot of the folks who were in there were much closer to retirement than I was. And it was always in the back of my mind that if for some reason they were all too decide to retire close together that I would need some sort of a backup plan. I mean, that's just in my mind, that's a normal way to think. So I had decided that I would get that as a backup. I thought it would also be good to add some tools to my toolbox and learning uh, the brokerage side of things is it's useful. It's a perspective that a lot of agents don't necessarily have. So when I pursued that and uh, served as an associate broker in that office, um, one of the things that um, we had looked at doing just as part of long-term strategy was investing in real estate. We, we have some uh, residential rental property um, in another, another business that we're partners in. And um, the, this commercial opportunity came up as a potential listing. And I made it clear up front you have to do that I had some interest in it. So I uh, ended up buying the building instead of uh, listing it for sale. 
it was already rented. It seemed like it was a, a good investment. And then, of course, um, after we were under contract on that building, found out that the brokerage I was working in uh, was going to be closing. And it was going to happen much more quickly than what I would prefer. And so I had to move pretty quick to decide if I wanted to try to work in another brokerage or if that was God giving me an open palm to the back of the head saying, go do it, huh. go start your business. And, and I don't regret it. I mean, I obviously I chose the latter. It's been a ton of work, but I mean, as you guys know, there, there are a few communities that are as supportive as what we have here and it just feels to me that anytime we hear someone saying, I'm going to start a business, you've got this whole great group of people in the background in Finley who are just cheering, saying, yes, go, do, make it big. For sure. It's, it's a great community. And, and I mean, that's kind of to where we are today. You know, we're, we're still a relatively new brokerage, but um, definitely positioned for growth definitely positioned to help people succeed. And that's, that's really what I want over the long haul. So how, how much real estate experience, like how long were you a real estate agent, I guess, before this then, like how long had you been in the industry for? I was licensed in 2005. And, um, at that point I was uh, working at the Ohio department of education. I was actually a consultant. I was in a different line of work and, I got my license then as a plan B um, thinking that, you know, I'd get the license, I'd hold it when I retire, I've got something to do in retirement. <laughs> and uh, again, open palm to the back of the head. Here we are. So um, it's, it's been a good thing um, for me and it's definitely given me some freedom to make more time for family um, to be able to be involved in the community, which I'm passionate about. Uh, to be part of uh, groups that help me to better the industry. So it's it's been good. I, I don't regret it at all. Well, plan B's worked out pretty well for you. <laughs> they have. I, yeah. I, I hate I, to ask what plan B is right now. I, well, I don't – I hate to admit this, but I don't have one right now. Oh, so. <laughs> so plan B, but the original plan is pretty solid. That, that's that's what you want to hear, though. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worked out the right way, and I – God forbid I don't need a plan B, you know, I, I, at this point. And if, if for some reason I would, Hey, I still have a CDL. I could still go drive a school bus if I needed to. I, you know, <laughs> there's, there are options, I guess. There, there's always options if you're willing to work. That's right. That's right. And you know, Ryan, if bottom drops out, maybe I go get my property casualty license. I'll come see you. Hey, I would, I would take you with open arms. There's, there's <laughs> I got a spot for you right now. All right. <laughs> Watch what you wish for, right? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I shouldn't say some things out loud. <laughs> no, that's fun. But let's have a little Finley fun. Um, what? What's your favorite downtown restaurant here? I love Rosilli's. Man, I was going to ask if it's Rosilli's or Bistro, which one you favor. I, you know, I like things at both of them, but I love a green tree salad and their bread I swear to God, they should put a disclaimer on the basket. I could eat the whole thing. So, yeah, I I love Rosilli's. Just for anybody listening, he's telling the truth because every time I've had lunch with him there, he you you have to fight him for the bread. <laughs> he's laughing because he knows it's true. It's true. Very solid choice. Now, um, 
the Performing Arts Center. Have you have you per, per, performed in that facility? You know, I have. I've been on that stage as a musician. I've also been on that stage as MC of different things with the chamber. So, yeah, I, I've I've been on that stage a couple times. That that is. How about that venue for a, for a community of our size? It is it is really something. It is, and you know, you got to give major credit to not only their board but to Heather Clough for working through. Um, Heather is the executive director there. For those who don't know, and um, you got to give major credit to them for weathering what's been just an absolutely insane year, mm-hmm. and and here they are, and they're still looking to the future. So huge credit to MCPA. Yeah, they've, they've done a really nice job. I, I've seen a number of shows in there. Um, I actually saw Darius Rucker, of all things, which uh, was for a private event, but it was unbelievable. He tried, I think, literally to blow the roof off of that place. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, and they probably probably wouldn't feel real favorable about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. It was really jamming, and it was a good event. It was a good fundraiser. Um, it, it was just a lot of fun. A great use of real estate, right? It was it a close school was. converted to uh, a class three uh, Broadway stage. That's a big deal here. In it a, was. Here in it was. I mean, really, what else could they have? When you think back, when we heard about the plan, it's like, man, are they? Can they really do that? Right. Right. But, you know, the architecture and everything. They they kind of tied it all together, and it's it turned out beautifully. And um, you know, it's above my pay grade to for to figure that out. But man, they did a really nice job of it. I mean, it, it is really awesome to see that in Finley, Ohio. Those private public partnerships that we're so well known for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Heck, I even saw something that, you know, the court system is utilizing space in that, in that facility now as overflow just because of COVID restrictions. So there's all sorts of mixed use that's happening in that facility too. It's creative. It's very creative. All right. Last thing. And we're going to wrap up. So, your favorite movie looks like it's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Is that the truth? Oh, yeah. I can quote it. What's your favorite (laughs) quote from the movie? Well, I I assume this is a family podcast, so I won't quote my favorite quote, but um, it's definitely, definitely his rant at the end when he realizes he's gotten the Jelly of the Month Club. I think everybody... If you've ever been on the receiving end of some bonehead move like that, you you definitely can relate to the character. That it's awesome because that Jelly of the Club Month, that comment comes up in business probably monthly for me. Uh-huh. You know, it's better than that. It's better than that. It's always a comparison. So that movie has <laughs> little ways of trickling into everyday life for me, which which is why I brought it up because it's so funny that it's your favorite movie. It's timeless. I have it on, my wife bought it for me on Blu-ray and every Christmas Eve I watch it. I don't even know if people still have Blu-ray. Maybe that makes me old, but uh, we, we have it every <laughs> Christmas Eve. I watch it after the kids go to bed. Of course, they're of course. Not old enough to watch it yet, but you know, someday, someday we'll watch it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, Brian, Hey, it's been, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, thanks for everything you do for the community in Finley, Ohio, um, for your family, for your church. Uh, we appreciate everything you do and in, in, in the partnership that we have. So appreciate um, appreciate all those things. Well, thanks for having me. I, it's nice to be here, and uh, you guys are kind. Appreciate it very much. This has been the Hometown Highlights Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. For similar interviews, you can subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors at Hitchings Insurance, 
thanks for your time, and we look forward to the next show.